0: This is brilliant. Oh, yes. This is actually not brilliant. This is the Rolling Stones performing Heaven off of Tattoo You, released initially in 1981. Oh, yeah. And my name is Herb. And I want to welcome you all back to the HNS podcast. You know, it's always a great time. So thank you all for coming back. <laughs> you know what? <coughs> Today's going to be a special episode. Today's going to be a special episode. The reason I kicked off the episode with a song off of uh, the Rolling Stones' Tattoo You album is because today, I actually got a tattoo. That's right. Can I get a little applause? Thank you. Thank you guys. So I got I went and got some, actually, can we get another round of applause this time for all the artists out there today? All the artists, that's right. They're great. They're great, there's a lot of good ones. A Couple bad ones, but we won't applaud for those guys. But, uh, went with a big old group. I think it was like four or five of us, and uh, four of us walked out tatted. So, it was a success. It was a success. The tattoo was the Kansas City Tattoo Convention at the... was it? The Sharon or the Chaton Hotel? Sheraton the Sheraton Crown Center Hotel. That's right. Thank you to everybody out there who's tattooing. We appreciate you. We appreciate you very much. If you're actually wondering... What it is that I got tattooed, then um, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Why leave it? Why leave it a mystery, right? You're probably never gonna see it anyways. So on my calf, I wanted. To, I want Okay, well before before I tell you what I got, let me tell you how difficult it was to decide what I wanted. Okay. So I walk in there, looking around. A lot of good artists. It was already kind of midday. Maybe what two two o'clock, three o'clock. So, you gotta think. It's the third day of the convention. been going on since Friday. People are ready to get the fuck out of there. So, the artists are kind of limited. All of them were there. But you could tell they were tired. They are already been booked. They probably had already had reservations made from the previous two days. So, I'm walking around. And I'm like, let me see. What can I get? And what do I, what do I want? And is there anybody available for it? So, I'm walking around. I'm walking around. And um and I see this sign. <laughs> I see this sign. That's um a jade colored, like you know, like a greenish-colored Buddha. And I said, that's what I want. That's what I want right there. You what? Whoa, that's exactly what I wanted. And it was everywhere because everybody was using it. It's apparently some type of ink or ointment or something. But I wanted to get that, so I go up to this one guy, you know, this is about, now we're already into just kind of walking around, po- collecting cards, taking a look at everything, go up to this guy, tell him, hey man, I want a jade tattoo, he goes, oh yeah, 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 I got you, so I start looking through his book, he actually has a picture of a Buddha that I just so happened to, to want, you know, so I say, hey, I want this one right here. He goes, hey, damn, that one's a little too big, but my buddy got you. So I'm like, okay, well, let me see what's up. So I go over and ask his buddy what tattoo it was. And um, it was between that one or, like, another one that was really cool. It was, like, a Rick and Morty. It was a Morty, I think. And it was, like, three different um, points of views, or I guess, or three different styles of art. It was like a, It was, like, a realistic, a cartoon, and a drawn, like a line work. And the guy said, oh, yeah, I could do this one instead. So then, you know, I still like this tattoo, but I wasn't necessarily sold on the placement of it. I was like, yeah, you know what? Nah, I'm not getting this. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just not going to get a tattoo tonight, you know? Man, you know, I was starting to get a little bummed out. I looked over at the people. Like, yeah, exactly. Right. They looked over at me. They were like, come on, dude. You're at the tattoo convention. You better get a tattoo. So I decided, all right, let me keep walking around. At this point, everybody besides me had tattoo appointments. And it's starting to get, you know, it's starting to get late. The clock is ticking. And I was like, fuck, I'm not finding one. This, this is going to be hard. So fuck it. we walked down the same aisle we'd already walked down four times before. And I just so happened to look at this guy's artwork on the table. I'm like, man, this hard work is pretty good. And the price was reasonable. I looked down at the table. He had to actually... what I think what helped me make the decision was that unlike everybody else who I kind of had to, like, you know, fish a, a, a potential... Um, what do you call it? A quote out of? This guy already had a couple flashes laid out on his table with a price set. So I said, oh, okay, okay. This guy's he's letting you know where he stands right now. So I go down. I, you know, I look at all the different... Uh, Little different designs he has. And there was two that stood out that were really cool. One of them was a stack of cards. And it uh, had some dice. And I can't remember what else it said. I think it said, like, um, families forever or something like that. And then the other one had, a, had like, a gun. Some other, like, little, like, uh, you know, kind of some gang shit. Oh, Oh, actually, the other one. The gun was actually the one with the other stuff. The other one that I liked was a... It was like a lady in a ski mask behind a fence. And then underneath that was something else. Like something like Aztec type looking thing. I don't know. But I was like, nah, I'm not necessarily sold on those. I'm not sure if I have placement for it. But then I shuffled the other cards around. The other flash flash, uh, images. And I see this really interesting wording one. And it said, King of Myself. And I said, you know what? That would look hard. But what if I get it on my leg? And then guess what? I ended up getting a fucking tattoo on my leg. And it came out amazing. Came out really fucking good. So I want to give a quick shout out to the artist Who tattooed an amazing piece on my leg that now says, King of Myself. It's it's awesome. It's a great mood setter. Every time I'm stepping out somewhere, I know that I'm stepping out being the king of of myself. So I want to give a quick shout out right now to to the tattoo artist behind my 25th tattoo done today at the convention. His name is T. He goes by Black Mouse. You can find them on Instagram at blackmouse.inc. But yeah, shout out T. Did a great fucking job. Everybody, let's give this man a little round of applause. That's amazing work. The line work is crispy. The shading is crispy. The sizing. Even the, the little effect that bleeds out into the leg. Amazing work. Amazing work. You know, and like I said, there's a lot of a lot of artists out there who did a lot of great pieces today. I want to shout out Jose Vega, my homie, guy who did uh a good portion of my tattoos on me right now. He was there doing some uh some doing some ink. So shout out my boy. Um I want to give a shout out to um a gentleman who tattooed uh, another person that went with us. He apparently got an award yesterday. Uh, I can't remember his name, but I remember his... Uh, Ortiz. It was uh, something Ortiz. Javi Ortiz or something like that. But Brother, I can't remember your name, but respect to everybody out there who got awards. Uh, there was, a, I think, a, not a lot of different categories, but there was a good amount of categories. So there was good chances of a bunch of people at least winning third, second, pla- third, second and first place. So, congratulations to everybody out there who won awards for their art. And congratulations to everybody out there who also went and got some artwork. And I imagine there was a lot of firsts today. A lot of people's first tattoos. I actually saw this older lady getting a tattoo with, like, her, her granddaughter in her lap. And I was as I was getting tatted, I was thinking, This shit fucking hurts. And I heard that it hurts a little bit more than the older you get. And I've gotten a lot of tattoos, like I said right now. I've gotten 25 tattoos. so i got shit done. And yeah, maybe this one is hurting a little bit more. You know, it, it wasn't super painful. But I could see how I was more tolerant before, maybe. And I'm wondering. I wonder if that tattoo hurt on that older lady. Because she was getting tatted for a minute. And I was like, hmm, that's badass, man. Like, you know, oh, we also ran into this guy who had a shop. And uh, he was like 50 years old and he was a stoner. And apparently he looked over at me. He was like, oh, I could tell you cool, man. You get down. And then uh, a homie I was with, shout out Curtis. He was like, oh, fuck yeah, bro. We hope to still be as cool as you by the time we get your age. He goes, shit, if you've been doing it for 10 years now, he goes, it ain't going away, brother. You're going to be cool for life. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Shout out that dude. He was out there. You know, he actually hooked up the group we're with with um, with some products. We got some gummies. We got some, uh, some joints. It was some cool shit, man. Some cool shit. So, all in all, it was a cool event today, you know. Had a good-ass time, like I said. Four out of five of us walked out with some fresh ink. Some good shit. We had a good time. We probably spent a little more time than we would have liked, but you know what? All in all, it was dope. So, I can't wait to keep doing shit like that, man. I can't, w- I can't wait to keep going to conventions, to expos, car shows. The only thing I didn't do today was I didn't film. You know, I didn't, rec- I didn't shoot a video of this. Shoulda. Oh. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. But, you know, I got, I got you guys next time, man. I got you guys next time. You know, no no worries. But, yeah. Speaking of which. I hope to one day be at these conventions. You know, selling some merch, selling some art. Because uh, a lot of people that were there were just there really selling merch. Not a lot. But there was a good amount of people selling merch, selling some t-shirts. And that shit was fly. Even the convention's own, like, merchandise, you know, their own tees. That shit was cool. Old school, tattoo style. Well, yeah. I hope to one day be selling my merch at the conventions. But for now, my merch is available for local pickups in KCK, KCMO area, and free shipping to all 50 states. All you gotta do is get a hold of me via email, DM, or something. Let me know what size you are, how much you want. Throw in your little deposit for the pre-order. And we'll get that shipped out to you as soon as possible. Hope you guys have seen it by now. It's a little go-ahead. It's pretty dope. If not, visit our website at urbansociety.co. There is no M at the end. That's urbansociety.co. H-E-R-B-N-S-O-C-I-E-T-Y dot C-O. Check out that merch. Designed by yours truly through JJA. You know how we get down. We like to we like to just stay creative and do new stuff. And actually, I'm not gonna reveal too much, but I do want to say I got some new designs in the works coming very soon. Yeah. Besides that, I also wanted to talk about this next weekend. It's a big event coming up. And that event actually doesn't take place here in Kansas City. This event is taking place. In Colorado, and if I'm not mistaken, it's in the city of Denver, or at least in the metropolitan city of Denver, I'll get some more information on this next episode before the event. But that is Larry Furlow performing live for the first time in over two, three, maybe four years. It's been a while. It's been a while. For those of you guys who don't know, Larry Furlow is a close friend of the show. Because he happens to be my brother. And he is very talented. And he's got new songs he's promoting. And old songs he never got a chance to promote because of the... Because um, of the fucking quarantine. Because of the pandemic. And I think everybody should go out there and check him out. You know, Even if you're not from Denver. If you guys are listening and fans of the show. Supporters. You might already even know who he is. He's been on a couple episodes himself. I said, let's go check out Larry Furlow. You know what? Just for for fun, I'm going to give you guys a little preview of one of my favorite songs. This song's called Humble Pie. You're listening to it on the Urban Society Podcast. Hope you dig it. They you, don't even know what You you gotta pull Hey, you can't tell me this shit isn't far. Yeah. Humble Pie by Larry Furlough. I'm telling you. He might not even be promoting this song, but this song is fucking fire. He's gonna be out in uh, Denver, Colorado, or like I said, I'm gonna find out more information. But he's out there in Colorado, so he's gonna be performing a Colorado show, and it's for mental awareness. So it's gonna be a packed bill with a bunch of good artists with a good message. It's time to go out there and show some love. It's been forever, but yeah, I don't know if you guys fuck with that song, but that song is called "Humble Pie." Off his, uh, let me see, 2019 project, I believe, called Will I Be Tomorrow. So, if you guys haven't checked that out, it's available on his SoundCloud. Visit SoundCloud slash Larry Furlow. That's L-A-R-R-Y. Come on, everybody knows how to spell Larry. And then Furlow, F-U-R-L-O-W. And if you like that one, like I said, that one's called Humble Pie. But there's a song for everybody. Larry Furlow literally makes all kinds of different songs. And he's been going at it since he was like fucking 13, 14. So a quick round of applause for Larry Furlow. Coming back to the motherfucking stage. Shit, I remember he performed the show at the AT5 studio uh, venue right here on Westport Road. Not too far from uh, the HQ. And shit, I actually was a photographer for that show. And that's one of my favorite shots, you know. It's a good show. So yeah, like I said, if anybody wants to go support him, I'll get some more info. We'll see if we can do it. But I want to talk about... uh. I want to talk about something else here. Let's check this out. I heard that here in Kansas City there's something big happening very soon. And that is the potential legalization I know I've said it before, it's becoming more and more possible because I heard that Kansas City Cannabis Company announced a partnership recently with the Cable Dome Arena and we're going to start seeing ads for cannabis products, dispensaries, partners, doctors, affiliates of the cannabis world on advertisements. That means it's slowly but surely being destigmatized. So guys, it can very well go go full legal within the next uh I'd say the next local election, if not, the next big, you know, federal election. You know, federal is ne- another question, but at least here in the metropolitan area, things are starting to pop off. So Hope everybody's ready. It's gonna be a interesting time, you know. I've been an advocate for ten years now, and that's not just smoking it. Smoking is probably the worst part, and that's still that's my bad. But I'm still an advocate of the medical benefits that it has when you do it appropriately, whether it is through capsules edibles, you know, um, quality controlled, you know, proportions and, um, in different types of trink, what's yeah, it was called, yeah, tinctures and, like, roll-ons and creams and stuff like that, like, I really do believe in the beneficial properties that CBD has and I've always said that with the amount of land that we have here in the Midwest, It'd be pretty smart if we dedicated at least a fraction of it, a sixth of it, if not up to a third of it, to maybe produce hemp. I mean, it is a crop that grows a lot faster than others, and it has tons of uses. So, you know, I mentioned in a couple of podcasts ago, very jokingly, but it's, you know, if we're getting serious here, if the food crisis is something that we're scared of, I think it wouldn't be necessarily a waste of money to at least try to see what we could do with hemp and then with whatever byproduct we get from the hemp at least you know the first couple rounds of it see if we can make hemp seeds hemp meal you know kind of like oatmeal and shit um because hemp is very nutritious, and just stock up you know make a make a nice little reserves of some hemp food or something you know what i'm saying then after that we could do clothes and stuff we could show the other uses But I've always said, you know, I've always been an advocate for hemp. I feel like it could do a lot for society. And that's just talking about hemp, you know. Then you got cannabis. Which, if we're being honest, and um, we're not trying to shy away from the truth here. Citizens of the world, citizens of the United States at least, have an over... Dependence over consumption of um, Of drug use, you know And that's not necessarily legal drugs That could also be, you know, like caffeine, sugar uh, Cigarettes and beer, you know, cigarettes and alcohol So The fact of the matter is, you know, legalization On a federal level If taxable While not necessarily the most Desirable As far as, you know Letting the government necessarily regulate and just make overproduction of like, you know, not the best, but tastiest and the best, you know. You know how people can get really, really nerdy into into this shit, you know, kind of like wine, you know, like. We don't want it to become uh, overproduced garbage. But we do know that if it becomes federally legal, the amount of taxes you're going to make from it because everybody's going to want to smoke is going to be outstanding. I think I can I think it would definitely give back to the communities, fix this infrastructure. You know, I'd say so. I think one of the things I liked about uh, living in Colorado was that there was a lot of different dispensaries that sponsored parts of the highway. And they went out, you know, they went out and uh cleaned up and had little programs where like, hey man, you guys clean up some trash from here to here. Because this is our sponsored section of the highway. And you get discounts at the Dispo. So shit, if we did shit like that, because let me I'm going to be honest with you, Kansas City, it's a beautiful city in parts. And then other parts, it's like certain drives, certain roads, you know, people feel a little bit more comfortable to just, ah, fuck it, toss the Wendy's bag out. Ah, fuck it, toss the McDonald's bag. You know, it's like, ah, can we just stop littering? So, somebody, you know, if we had, like, different dispensaries to, you know, sponsor these little spots. Shit, I think you could round up some people and be like, hey, man, pick that fucking trash up and you guys get ounces for the low. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially here in the Midwest, I mean, if I'm being honest. Actually, somebody was saying that today at the tattoo convention. Something about, uh, like, yo, it's the Midwest, man. Like, all there is to do here is just, oh, I think it might have just, it might have actually been that guy. They're hooking us up with those CBD products, the um, Delta H or whatever the fuck they were. But he was like, "Oh, here in the Midwest, you wouldn't believe, but this is ripe for for the cannabis industry because there's nothing to do out here. Everybody does it." And I was like, "Bro, that's what I'm saying. Put some programs in place. Get everybody out there cleaning up. Give them a little cheap ounce. Not to mention, you dedicate, you know." little bit of land. Can you imagine internal parts of the city? They're like dilapidated areas. They're just overgrown. You can't grow houses on it. Fuck it. Buy it up. Grow hemp on there. And then at least have like the air being purified. Because you guys know, right? I mean, if you guys listen to a, a podcast called Urban Society, at least you at least know a little something about herb, right? Well, CBD takes out more carbon monoxide out the air than trees do and you and they grow way faster than trees too. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, come on. It's a no-brainer really. I feel like there's so many different ways you could apply it. And if there's people out there who kind of see the vision and see see what I'm talking about, get with me. Get with me. Whether politicians or activists or whatever, there's a lot of different ideas I have and I feel like if we market it the right way we could do something with it. You know, that's just, that's just me, you know, that's just me thinking about the future. Think about the kids, you know what I'm saying? Think about, think about the children. Later this year, later this year, I'm about to, you know, God willing, I'm about to be an aunt, and that's, you know, that's, a, that's, that's the next chapter of life. I never thought I'd be an uncle for being a pop's. But life said, fuck yeah, bro, practice mode, activate it. <laughs> you ready for the real one. So, you know, I'm excited for that. This is going to be, this has been a good year so far. It's crazy to think that it's already almost June. So I've steady been going strong for five months consistently with this podcast. So I probably got a solid bit of supporters. I need to. I need to expand the viewership. But I understand the content probably needs to get spicy. You guys probably want some spicy shit, right? You guys probably want me to come on here one day and just be like, Hey guys, it's an emergency. I'm going to be broadcasting live. There's an attack. On Kansas City Zoo. There's a bunch of animals that just escaped. And it's a fucking nightmare out here. Some lightning just striked and a transformer caused a blowout, and there's fire everywhere. And you're seeing it live on the HS podcast. I know. That's what you guys would want. But sadly, life is a little bit more tame than that. The most exciting shit we have is album reviews, um, conventions, and stuff that I go to, and, uh, and other shit. But yeah. I think for this episode, guys, we've had a we've had a pretty good we've had a pretty good talk. I don't want to keep you guys too long. I do appreciate you tuning in and listening. Please, please, please check out the um, check out the website. If you guys like that merch, reach out, get in contact with me. I will get you guys some merch. And uh, yeah, just remember to uh, love the people in your life, to have a good day. Uh, don't be pussies. Get tattoos. And, um, that's that. That's that. Tomorrow, back to the same old, same old. Bye-bye.